with sound. Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we're going to be doing the new movie, A Quiet Place 2, directed by John Krasinski, starring Emily Blunt, Cillian Murphy, Millicent Simmons, Noah Jupe, and Jaman Hansu. This is a fairly new film. We're kind of late on reviewing it, but it's a fairly new film nonetheless. And you haven't watched it yet, we're going to get into the spoilers. So if you don't want it to be spoiled for yourself, don't listen to this episode. If you want it to be spoiled for whatever reason, go ahead. I'm not your parent. You could listen to it if you want. But just letting you know now, we're going to be going into the meat and potatoes of the film. So with that, Carmela... What did you think of A Quiet Place 2? What were your expectations, your context, your beforehand opinion, and what you were expecting? So I think I was expecting something on maybe the same level as the first movie. Um, maybe it's something better. Who knows? Um, but the first movie was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and it was a very iconic movie. It went like, when it came out and even after it came out um definitely put john krasinski on the map as like you know very like pretty good director um high concept he can definitely do horror um and i know it was supposed to come out the second one was supposed to come out last year in 2020 i just remember seeing the billboard for it um every time i drove like yeah to work those billboards back. are up for at least like a year or so like it yeah never changed. Like, it was just like the same one every time <laughs> um so it's like been trying to get out and now that it finally went out i thought it was pretty good i think it was a i think it was a really good sequel um I think, I don't know if I like it better than the first one, um, and I'm not sure if it was as impactful, but I definitely enjoyed the story. Um, I like how the world opened up and, you know, we got a glimpse of, like, uh, events before, like, you know, the world went to shit, um, and then we got a glimpse of other people around the, like, the area and, like, how they reacted. So yeah, I thought it was a pretty good sequel. Um, Did it top the first one? For me, maybe not, but that's not saying that it's not good. Uh, Still really well directed, um, and I'm excited to see what he'll be up to next. Um, So yeah, what did you think about this movie? What did you think about the first one, and did it kind of live up to your expectations? So the first movie, really, really good, very iconic, I think. Um, very unique in the way like the story the monsters and just everything about it was pretty unique and coming from like fucking Jim from the office out of nowhere right like I think this is like his first yeah. movie um, pretty good pretty fantastic and honestly surprising that he also wanted to go to horror is pretty random but really good really good first film um, and then uh, I saw the preview of the second film like the beginning of like last year like like last year last year um, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. She's having, or she doesn't have a baby. I was like, oh my God, she has a baby during this like whole <laughs> thing. Um, oh my God, I can't believe, I, can't, I wonder what's going to happen next. Um, and then like six months pass by, we're in the pandemic. And then I like see billboards, I see trailers of it online, trailers of it of like before movies I streamed and be like, oh my God, I forgot that movie's supposed to come out. <laughs> and then like two months later, I'm like, oh yeah, that's supposed to come out. And like the, for me, essentially like the hype of this movie was 100% affected by the pandemic, obviously, like a lot of movies. It was hyped up for me like last year and I wanted to watch it last year. And then like, as it started to come closer and closer, I'm just like, oh, we'll watch it, you know, we'll get around to it. Um, but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie i liked it a lot actually is pretty good it wasn't as impactful like you said um and i don't think it was as i like as memorable as the first one it was definitely um a, a sufficient second film um but yeah not as good as the first one not as good whatsoever um but yeah it was cool to see this movie finally and also see like how the story continues and how they decide to take the story and also give a little give us a little hints of like the origin story of these monsters because that's something i was more or less interested in just because 
these monsters are pretty unique and and the way that they are created and the way that they you know attack people and how they find their prey so i was wondering if how they got there how they got their stuff and um it was cool to see that little origin story and i guess we'll go into more detail about all that later but yeah i thought it was a good film i don't think again not impactful as the first one but it was good i had fun um it was very suspenseful not as scary as the first one i'd say um but still you're in these situations that you're like oh my god what do they do next oh my god they're so close oh my god like don't don't like drop a pen you know <laughs> don't make any noise whatsoever it's like pretty fun to watch um but with that carmella do you want to get into it and give us a little plot summary of the film so taking place moments after the events of the first film the abbott family flee their home and meet an old friend and an unlikely companion together their mission to an abandoned radio tower stands to be the last hope for humanity whoa not the last hope for humanity (laughs) 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 so with that carmel with a lot plot summary what did you think of a quiet place part two so yeah i mean like we said it it's not as good as the first one but it was still fun and enjoyable um and i feel like yeah it wasn't as scary it was definitely more jump scary like you know um dumbass birds coming out of the fucking train or something yeah honestly they had so many more jump scares than like (laughs) i remember the first one having and it was just so like yeah so cheap but also like i get it it's just like yeah like i get it it was like I, I, I understood it in the moment. Obviously, for that character, it made sense. That would be terrifying. But also, when that happened, she would not hear the birds, you know? She would be startled by the sound. So I was like, okay. Um, anyways, that's a very small technicality. Um, but yeah, I liked that, you know, they explored uh, this idea of, like, the lar- a larger world, but not, like, too big, you know? It was literally just, like... Uh, five miles away from like maybe where they were in the first one um it was basically like just the town area the county they were in um but nonetheless it was still interesting to see like the effects of you know this like crazy alien thing um how like badly everything went to shit how like you know there's these like not only like crazy alien things going after people there's like these sick twisted people going after people um you know and then towards the end we find out about like this little oasis of a community on this island like small island off the coast um and like yeah that's that was basically you know the destination ultimately for like not only the radio station um but also like where they're hoping to you know stay and live um i don't know how sustainable that will be in the future but we'll see um and like to your point about like you know the hype dying down because of like the pandemic i 100 percent agree with that i totally forgot about this movie until like yeah the trailer started showing it's like up what again. two weeks you remembered like like two weeks ago when i can't actually yeah like let's go um yeah and like i just had a thought about like maybe also the hype died down because like we kind of experience obviously not aliens that are like going after and killing people but we experience kind of this crazy virus that like you know (laughs) killed millions of people and I don't think we wanted to see a scenario on screen where this is like our world is also like horrible so i'm like maybe that also had a subconscious part of like me not being like as excited for this movie because i'm like yeah if it's like something that's like they had to stay inside they have to like yeah they have do to certain things to avoid yeah they have to avoid the monsters like it kind of like reflected a world yeah. that could have happened if we stayed in quarantine <laughs> for like maybe two more years like if we never had a vaccine or whatever like that exactly. might have happened to us yeah i kind of get it was like it's like same energy and it was like ooh, like i'm not sure if we want to imagine that right now because we lived it you know um but yeah i i liked that you know everyone's acting was obviously really good um the intensity of like certain scenes was like so crazy and visceral like 
obviously Noah Jupe getting his him running into a fucking bear trap and his foot. I was like, oh my god. Um, his screams were like insanely realistic. That um, scenario is so insane. Like getting like, hurt and not like you know being able to scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they kind of like played with that idea in the first one with like the nail and with yeah. the baby being born baby. like like two of the like three of the worst in it like scenarios of what you wanting to make noise is like like excruciating pain or like oh man yeah like the, and they really <laughs> amplified it with this one the fact that his like leg got trapped in a goddamn bear trap oh my goodness oh man um and i think in terms of intensity of the situation i feel like it literally peaked at that moment because then every other situation was kind of like like stupid i don't know like it was like really dumb <laughs> um, stupid stupid i i mean i'll get into it after you say what you liked about the movie so we can bash on it together but yeah what did you enjoy most about this movie um and like what did you think about like the open ending semi not open ending so the movie overall i guess it was pretty good um the thing is with this movie, like, uh, since it's not as in, like, it just felt like another story of this universe. It didn't necessarily feel mm. like a sequel. It was more or less like what happens afterwards, and and that's kind of it. And it kind of pushed the story ahead a little bit, just with the ending and what might have happened later, which I'll get into later. But um, yeah, really good, really good sequel. And like you said, like the situations of of having to hold your excruciating pain sounds or uh, stuff like that were very amplified in this one and the idea of sounds and using that to your advantage was played a lot with this one as well like how emily blunt used the water as as sounds to distract the monster into thinking and hearing something else um another thing i loved that they played with this was like the idea of where places are silent like they had that like furnace i think and that little tube thing that um celine was saying at i like that idea a lot and i like that um <clears throat> that like one person would be like oh why don't they just say it forever but then like they brought up the idea of like oxygen and air within that really close space and that could ruin your life obviously and it, they played with that scenario too of noah Jew blocking himself and the baby in the freaking furnace and again creating another tense scenario of like the baby might die or don't you might die like they both are running out of air they both need air and like that was really fun to see um and those kind of like um streamlined scenarios really fun to see one thing um that like totally sort of is the opposite of that is the some of the scenarios that they they use to continue the story like in my opinion the island off the sea was kind of a too easy solution like oh they can't swim so like you know so it's like don't <laughs> go in the uh, go in the water <laughs> like that's the solution yeah. it felt very like it felt very like here's a solution and not essentially like um flushed out because obviously like what about the monsters that landed on the island what about you know the monsters that could potentially get there in a different way like what happened with um with Cillian and uh deaf characters i forgot her name um their situation of the, of them bringing them onto the island um which again is really parallel to uh, the pandemic now that i think of it right um, <laughs> um yeah so that solution was very easy they didn't like think about i was thinking about like what about food and the supplies like how do you guys get that like do you guys go back to the sea or whatever um and then we'll get into that later about like how some of these solutions and some of these like scenarios that happen in this film are just kind of kind of dumb <laughs> like it wasn't as flushed out or as smart as we want it to be um along with that too you know you got have like um the open ending like you asked me about which i actually kind of really love in that sense because like the first one ended in the same way you know like it ended in in an open ending and it also gave this end of the story a lot of hope and that's the same thing with like with this movie you know you have humanity on the ropes and constantly being beat down like they lost their father they lost their kids they lost everything and and it seemed like it's just gonna go downhill from there because how do you beat these kind of monsters um and with the first one you kind of get that glimpse of hope of like oh it's her cochlear implant or her implant that helps her hear in certain aspects like that's what solves the problem that's what could destroy these monsters and then you have 
then the second one where she leaves it on the mic on air forever so anyone at any point of time could turn on the radio and distract the monsters kill them or run away from them and again it's like a very open-ended and very hopeful in that sense of like there could be a solution to this they could get back to normal life somehow they could maybe make these monsters extinct um and i really love that i really love that it feels very nice after you watch the film of them having some sort of hope um and as regards to like it maybe transferring into another film um and maybe the third movie that'd be really cool to see and we're gonna talk about it later but it was really nice i like that open ending i like that um little end shot of like the music playing on nice like nanny and it shows like cochlear implant the microphone and then i was also thinking like yo what about the batteries i was, <laughs> I was like what, what are you gonna say, do about that i was like how do they gonna... sustain this exactly but i was like you know what I, i'll let it slide um there's a lot of plot holes in the film i'll just let that one slide too um but yeah it was really fun and i like these the situations that they're put in and how they sort of painted that and especially the flashbacks those are those are probably my favorite scenes in the film just because it heightened the intensity of of these monsters of the intenseness of like what happened how many people got killed and along with that a little side story a little like um like playback and explanation for these monsters which i really wanted to see and i want to see more of the monsters explained because i feel like these monsters could be as iconic as something like the alien just because of how unique they are because of how unique the first film was like i feel like it could reach that level status of of someone being an iconic monster and and if they flush it out and make it better and and maybe if the third one they have like this giant queen one which would be really cool maybe they could capitalize on that hopefully they do um but again with the third film we'll talk about that later um but yeah and I, like i said earlier about these plot holes and these sort of sort of dumb decisions that happen in these films um do you want to talk about that? Do you want to state your little grievances with that? And like <laughs> sort of how almost how this movie almost fell into like the typical horror movie stuff of like them being knowingly dumb and <laughs> doing knowingly like no like knowingly dumb things and sort of like being like taking a person out of the film and pr- like out of that uh, immersive feeling of them being like, wait a minute, a normal movie wouldn't do that. Like, that's so dumb. Why do they do that? Like, that's sort of like a lot of faults with, with certain horror movies and, and in this horror movie as well. Do you want to talk more about that? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, so I uh, I didn't really like how a lot of the tense situations were the result of, you know, the characters just making really obviously bad decisions. Um, for example, everything Noah Jones did. Um, I'm, like, uh, I'm like, yo, you already ran into a bear trap. Like, you're going to just you know, and your mom told you to, you know, stay put. You live in a world where you will literally die if you make noise. You already seen all of the consequences that could literally happen. <laughs> and yet, and yet, despite all of that, he chose. You know what could happen. <laughs> you know he knows. He's seen everything. I'm like, okay, you're taking care of a baby. And you, I'm like, this wow, is not exactly. the time. You can't be careless. Like, I know you're a child, but you're like probably aged up 15 years mentally because of all the trauma. <laughs> like, not to um, mention, like, he got his foot in a bear trap, right? Just, I have gout, and that's not as bad as that, and I can't walk. I don't want to walk. In what gout. world does Noah Jube... <laughs> I know, I'm not making it relatable, but, like, in what world is Noah Jube just like, I'm gonna walk upstairs, and if yeah, I die, yeah. I can't run. Like, in any scenario, like, I don't even like... Like, I don't like walking when I have gout. Like, that's just gout, but a fucking, like, foot in a bear trap, I can only imagine the excruciating pain that feels when you walk and like the fact of the matter of like him like being like walking up the ladder walking upstairs and like there's no way you're just like i'm good with this i could run away if i can <laughs> no you're put in a bear trap even the mom was like oh i don't see any bone that's good like that's the best she, case scenario you don't see a bone. she's like oh it missed the bone that was great and then she's literally getting medicine so that he doesn't die from an infection or something and he's just out here just like fucking walking around like nothing happened oh this um, is interesting oh wow a dead body that it's a uh, mummified just... essentially Wait, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um and then just an, another example is uh jima and hansu's character the guy they meet at the island who 
you know, while running away from the monster, stops midway into entering this very safe garage and, you know, thinks out loud. He's like, what about my family? And he, and then Cillian Murphy's like, oh my God, please come here. <laughs> please come on. And then he gets snatched by the monster, very obviously. Um, yeah, that was a yeah, very, very like horror movie was... trope of like them essentially escaping and they stop like, wait a minute. I forgot my wallet. Like, you know, like, I forgot, like, this small thing that I don't need, and then they die. And again, like, that's something that takes you out of that immersion of the film. Like, yeah, that's when I like, was like, wait a minute, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I heard you, too. I think you're sitting, like, two seats away from me. You're like, you're like, what the heck? Like, I heard you, like, say something. I was like, <laughs> I guess Carmela didn't like that part. <laughs> I was like that, too. I was like, what? The, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're fine. He was on top of the car. I was like, they're like, fine. Like, they're I, so far. I know. Like, Even if he you, goes back to this, like, town, like, what you're doing is for the greater good, you know? Like, you're gonna, like, help the world with this. And right now, like, you don't need to worry about that. Obviously, it's a big worry. I'm not gonna say that, Forget like, Forget you your have... family right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about your loved ones? Get into the, the booth right now. Get in the studio. Um... <laughs> But yeah, like that was very much like a, a thing that broke my immersion of like, what the, what are you doing, dude? Like, why did I you don't do understand. that? Understand. Um, and then probably the last thing is just like, you know, the deaf sister's decision to go on by herself to do this like very dangerous task and not tell anybody a lot. Like her parent, the only parent left in her family um she's like i have to do this by like she, for some reason she just could not tell anybody about this um or take anyone else she couldn't ask for help from the guy in the from the first place i don't know but you know they just needed you know these scenarios to happen to make uh these moments tense and yeah it felt like like you said like it took you out of the immersion and it felt very like just very logical you're like what like that literally doesn't make sense um, <laughs> yeah when when she did that I, like i think all three of us were like you're deaf like <laughs> you literally yeah, can't hear sounds you're, you're making yeah. yeah um and we're just like what what are you doing like why are you doing this and like like the first what like the first night she like almost lost the thing that would help the world with just is like her her implant and that could you know stop these monsters and it and it was because of Cillian obviously but like we're just like this is exactly why you didn't <laughs> this is exactly why they didn't want you to do this is because something like this could happen um but I think in that moment too it something that would have at least soften that sort of like dumb decision was at least to have some sort of like maybe argument with the mom or argument with like the family of her like i've gotta go do this and they're like no 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 wait for your brother to heal maybe some sort of like argument with that so at least it's some sort of like that she just didn't dip out out of nowhere at least there was some sort of tension and some sort of reason for her to leave other than just like i need to do this i need to be the hero bye bye it just felt very like of course <laughs> one dumb yeah like later it just felt very like offhanded of like i'm gonna dip out and leave yeah and it's just like you see all of these consequences that could happen you see how dangerous this is why are you still making these dumbass decisions like why um but yeah like I digress. It's very um, much like uh, what you said about Noah. Of like, you know what happens. It's kind of the same, like, the same no. thing with her. <laughs> you know what happened. Your dad's dead. Your little brother's dead. Like, you should learn from those mistakes. You know. Exactly. We learned from the first movie, at least. Anyways, um, but yeah, I wanted to ask you what you felt about Cillian Murphy's like character overall. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a very good question because right when you asked that, I was like, "What did I think?" I was like, "What did I actually think?" Um, I do wish there was more backstory. Um, it was kind of weird because I feel like um, I wasn't necessarily like out of his, like out of his character. I didn't like have any departure issues with him i was somewhat invested even though like i know nothing about him other than he's lost his like wife and son there was essentially no backstory for him but like i was close was kind of invested and i think that's because he played as john krasinski essentially as a father figure as a a male figure that sort of helps everyone and and i guess that's why it was so easy for me to 
follow him and be sort of um, rooting for him. But I did wish uh, he did have a better backstory. Um, I did like how he was kind of uh, apprehensive of helping them because obviously in that situation, anyone, it's like in that situation, everyone would rather be like help everyone or help no one. And he's obviously the person that helps no one. Um, and I like that. I like that. And um, I liked how they sort of have that sort of uh, duality with like how John Krasinski was compared to his character. Um, but I do wish there was more backstory. Like you have his wife upstairs, which is very creepy. Like he just let her stay rot? up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah like- rot. And like in a in like a different world, if a different movie, that's very much a villain thing to do. Like a that's crazy like psychopath so psychotic, to do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like I was like, like, oh shoot, this like I was like, this fool got a crazy side, but obviously that didn't it, come out. Um, and you kind of just don't know anything about him other than the, like there are homies at one point. And I guess that's fine. And I, and for me, it was fine just because like it, it sort of filled the the shoes of John Krasinski's character and that father figure. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought he was okay. I just wish like I was more invested, emotionally invested, and I wish I knew more about him other than just being like, oh yeah, he's a a John Krasinski replacement because he's dead. So I guess he got to yeah. be him now. Um, what do you feel? About, how do you feel about this character? Yeah, I pretty much felt the same way. There was like, yeah, I was just desperately wanting to know more about, you know, his backstory, like how exactly like he got there and like what happened with his like family. They kept it very vague, but um, I mean, we know they were killed by the monsters or no, his wife, I think, got sick or something. And then she basically rotted to death on their bed and he kept her there. Um, And then I think he mentioned his son died like, did he mention he died earlier like that year or like way like the first time the monster showed up? I can't remember, but I think it was around like when the monsters first showed up or like in the first movie, I guess. It felt like oh, he was okay. dead for a minute because yeah. he sort of had those pictures and drawings and stuff like that. Um, on another note, I like how you mentioned the mom's health because when I was watching that, mo- watching the movie and watching that scene, I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot people could get sick!" Like, I, yeah, like, other, like, like on top like, of like running away from monsters, they could get sick. I totally forgot, and that's another cool scenario that that I totally forgot about of um, our bodies not being invincible except yeah. for um, ultra hearing monsters. <laughs> but yeah, go on. Um, I think what I liked about his character was that he sort of had this mini redemption arc where, you know, he was very hesitant to help anyone at that point in his life. And then, you know, he like took a leap of faith and like made it his like mission to help. Um, I forgot her freaking character name, but anyway, help the sister, um, get to the radio station, you know, save humanity, have like a little bit of hope. Um, so I like that. I like that he, you know, had some mini arc. Um, I think maybe what could have made that like a little stronger is if we like literally witnessed him losing his son in that opening sequence. I think if we saw like, you know, his son at the baseball game get taken away by the monster or like killed or even as like wife and like child like we would understand immediately why he would not help anyone because he like lost everything that day um so yeah i think like something like that just to help us like you know visualize why this guy is like like so hesitant to help like humanity um would have definitely helped yeah like something like the first movie how john krasinski and emily blunt lost their youngest son to something so dramatic like literally like what the 30 seconds of the film he was taken away and that was so crazy and that became a very good emotional investment point for all of us because we were trying to watch it and see like please don't like another kid don't die because obviously like that would suck um and then you have that very heart-wrenching moment of john krasinski dying um and yeah i think something like that would help us out a lot like even in those flashback moments when we see people get picked off, it was already very like tense yeah, and very like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. And the guy, the, the cop that like sacrificed his life and tried shotgunning the guy or shotgunning the monster was like crazy too. And seeing them like stuck in the bar and all that, like those scenes were so impactful. They could have tied that in with his character and, and help us be more invested with him. And 
eventually just made made us more rooted in his character other than just like oh yeah he's a father figure i guess yeah um the sister's name is regan by the way if you want to refer regan 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 ronald regan ronald Um, regan but apart from that too another scenario that i really liked but also i wish was um more fleshed out were these creepy people that were just like Mm -hmm. setting traps and sort of making other humans life more miserable to like help them in some sort of way like when they're trying to get to the boat um these people attacked them and and trapped uh cillian's character and trapped him with like something around his neck with bells and stuff like that um i wish they uh invested in those people more too as well because obviously like cillian's character was really based off that of like you don't want to save certain people in this world and I wish that was more fleshed out. I wish that explained more, like, why were they doing that? Were they thinking, like, the monsters are some sort of god or thinking, like, they need a sacrifice or something like that? I don't know. They really didn't give any m- true motive or solution as to why they were there and why they became um, another antagonist in that point. Um, it was sort of just there, like, oh, these are the people he's talking about. It wasn't any sort of um, explanation why. And this movie was fairly short, so I feel like these sort of little investment points and and backup points would help that a lot in in making us more invested in and thinking of it more than just an okay film um and i just wish those sort of things were, were flushed out and explained more um but yeah how did you feel about these people like did you think um you know they were trying to sacrifice humans to the monsters or like what did you think about these characters and when and their motives if they had any yeah, I actually almost forgot about them, like, until you mentioned it right now. Um, just because, yeah, they had such limited screen time, and it was just kind of, like, the threat at that point in the movie. Um, so I, I remember now, like, when Regan Reagan was uh, walking towards um, the train on her own, she, like, passed by, like, these piles of heels. I don't know if you remember that. There were, like, these piles and piles of heels um and i remember that shot and i was like oh god they're taking women and so i think i'm assuming that these creepy people were basically taking women specifically because they you know were gonna like let cillian's character die and they were gonna take reagan because she's a girl and like the immediately the first thing they did was rip her clothes off or her like jacket off so i was like oh man um i was like i hope they don't like actually go too far with this because she's a little girl obviously um so i'm glad that didn't turn into anything overtly like sexual but the threat of like you know um like sexual like sort of kidnapping scenario was the first thing that went to my mind because i connected like the heel thing and i was like oh god um so yeah i think they were just like you know, I, I don't know. They, like, went crazy, you know, were already horrible people who wanted to do horrible things to women, and they were just, like, taking women and doing whatever. So, yeah. That's a good connection. Like, I didn't realize that that could have been a thing of, like... Because when I saw the heels, it was, like, next to the cell phone and bag, and I just assumed, like, she was taken at whatever point, and, like, her stuff dropped, obviously, because she's not going to carry it. Um, that's a good point. That's really interesting, because they did want to keep Cillian's character dead, and they did take um, Regan like just out of nowhere and wanted her alive. It seemed like um, that's a really good that's a good little prediction you got there. Wow! <laughs> As a woman, you know, I you know, yeah, yeah, through to, a woman's eyes, you know, I get it, I get it. Different I perspective, mean, you know. It's a different like type of threat, you know, because like yeah, you're a dude, you're not gonna be immediately like, oh yeah, they're gonna they're kidnapping women because for sex reasons or horrible violence. Um, but yeah, it was the piles of heels that got to me because I was because you saw one pair and then there were just more and more and more. And I was like, oh, God, you know, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, I, I wish there was more like story about because I'm thinking about it, too. Like, where did they come from? Like my assumption or my, I guess, prediction or whatever, is that like they be they're just like super crazy. Obviously, they lost a bunch of their family members and um and I th- I'm assuming that they like almost praise these creatures as the guards of like wanting them to live and wanting them to be okay. Cause obviously we don't know their motives, but I think since they're so crazy and out of whack in that sense, I think they're those people that like worship them, you know, like 
kind of like how Bird Box was, kind of how they had these people that kind of like yeah. attack the other people to make them look outside and stuff like that. Um, I kind of see that too, and also I'm also thinking of like them also having like a leader and like a giant like king monster king along with like a monster queen in that sense of like the the crazy people king and then the monster queen like those two sort of antagonists could happen which again would be pretty cool in the next next uh, movie they make one just to have more pressure on the main characters um but yeah i, I just wish there was more fleshed out and i liked your your backstory that was really cool i didn't realize that like those heels were something that really caught your eye it was just sad it was like triggering in a bad way but um but yeah like i like maybe the idea that they were like a cult more so and they somehow worship these things and i kind of wish they like kind of went that angle because I don't know, it would have been more, a little more interesting, you know, to see, because, like, I feel like people would go that direction if they, like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people could go into that direction, just buy into, like, oh, yeah, just completely surrender themselves, yeah. um, and then somehow the monster doesn't kill them because it recognizes worship for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> like, I mean, your, yours, yours makes sense, too, in the cult fashion of, like, they're a cult that just takes the women and I guess try to, oh, I got it. And they're a cult that takes the women and they're like Im- trying to impregnate them to continue humanity because obviously they're getting killed off. Or it could just be like they're doing the same, th- they're like procreating for the monsters and for them to be like all good at the monsters, but obviously it doesn't work because they're monsters and I don't think they have a brain. Um, so they can't really think <laughs> of like, oh, these guys are helping us. We should not kill them. Um, but yeah, obviously we want a better backstory for these people and a better backstory for Cillian. So in that retrospect, and after talking about that, what do you want to see in the next Quiet Place film, if there is another Quiet Place film? Or are you okay with this being the final story, you know? do You, you might think, like, a trilogy might be too much. Uh, the third sto- movie might, like, beat the ho- dead horse a little bit. Or, like, you even thought, like, they kind of just squeezed everything out of the second one. What do you think? What do you think about a third movie from Mr. John Krasinski with this film? Huh. I mean, like you said, the second one didn't really feel like a sequel because of, first of all, it felt very short. And I think it's because so little happened, maybe, and because it took place, like, literally right after the first movie. Um, It felt more so like a chapter in a larger story. Um, So, yeah, if I guess if the third movie follows suit, it would take place five minutes right after the second movie um (laughs) five miles away from where they were before (laughs) and then they'll just move on to another island right um but i hope for the third one they do some kind of time skip to shake it up obviously um some type of time skip and i hope they maybe get to you know, the bottom of the origin of the, you know, the aliens. Um, and I hope, you know, I, I'm hoping it, the movie, the third movie opens up with a different family, you know, that'd be crazy. You'd be like, whoa, who are these people? And then obviously this intro sequence will happen and then they'll all end up dying somehow, but then it'll show something pivotal to the overall plot or something like that. And then we'll cut to Emily Blunt and her family. The baby is like 10 years old now. A lot of time has passed. Emily Blunt's married to Cillian Murphy, obviously. Um, <laughs> they have Instead another of John baby. John Krasinski, how dare He's you? Dead. They have another baby? In a quiet place? Another baby. Are they crazy? They need to procreate, obviously. They need to repopulate the world. Um, Noah Juve and the Duff Girl are, like, super grown up now. You know, maybe they have love interests. I don't know. They're teens. Um, And, yeah. So, I hope it circles back to maybe the origin of the alien species. I hope we learn more about the actual monster. Um, And, yeah. I think there's... I mean, there's obviously so much room to explore so many like different scenarios and ideas but i i'm hoping to see more about the monster instead of about like the people and like the family you know what i mean 
Right, right. Um, I think if there is a third film, that might be... No, actually, it's not. I don't think so. Okay, so I have, like, three, like, scenarios three. that I want with sure. these... <laughs> Isn't that funny? Three, the third film, three... Okay. That's a lot. Anyways. <laughs> well, because I was thinking about it when you were talking about it. because oh, wow, yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good. You're like... <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> it was like my, my missiles are firing Your in my head. Like, like, <laughs> <what> I, <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so 100%. Third film, 100% like in any scenario with my head that I'm thinking of in these three like scenarios that could happen, I definitely want at least like 45% to 50% of the movie to be a flashback, 100%. Because oh my obviously, God, we're, cause we're talking about this, this the second film and we're very upset about like, we're not like, oh, not enough explanations. There's no backstory, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to go flashback to like the beginning times. Um, yeah, we obviously have that problem of like Cillian's character, the the creepy people, and like all that. We have problems with that ha- not having a backstory. That's why I'm like 100%. The third film has to have at least half the movie to be flashbacks, even if it is cut up. We need more explanation, obviously, and and the potential with with the creatures being more iconic than they could be is very much there and i think that's something that could happen um in one of my <laughs> scenarios of the movie um i do want it to be like the same formula of it being five minutes after um but i think there's gonna be like a ginormous war against like humans and these creatures since they, ha- they, since they finally have a solution <laughs> an army of little monsters a quiet a quiet place infinity war (laughs) they have hierarchies oh my god but like i wanted to have that sort of feeling or for this scenario obviously to have that feeling of they're gonna start cleaning up this the whole world because obviously now you have a solution with the the cochlear being the stopper of these things and they have a solution to that so maybe something like that of just having a giant war obviously having explanations and within this war we could finally meet like a boss creature queen or queen king both maybe and that could also set off again the potential of having the this like main protagonist or main antagonist that the audience will be tied with and that could turn into merchandising and i'm just like the marketing you know um, <laughs> I could turn the merchandise, action figures, posters. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could really um, run it through with this one, and like, really have it to be something that could impact the horror pop culture world, and then really have that sort of thing. So that's my first one: little war against the aliens. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Second one. Um, it's kind of going off yours it would be cool to have a, another family be followed and see how their scenarios and what they go through and what they've been through. Um, and also along with that, we could also still have instilled a flashback because obviously we're going to meet this new family. We don't know what's happening to them. So we could have a flashback of like what ha- what has happened to them. And along with that, maybe their side of town or wherever they're at, that's where like the creepy people start. And that's where like the the lost faith in humanity people and like how that sort of happened and became to be. And along with that, too, also having little inklings of what happens to these creatures or, like, how they're made. Um, maybe um, the family, maybe the dad is, like, almost a major hand into why these creatures are there. Or, like, maybe, like, he had some sort of knowledge before they actually crashed down that they were going to crash down. And their company or he didn't, like, notify the public in time. Sounds very familiar if you ask me in a certain situation that just happened recently. I don't know. I'm just saying. Just pointed that out. But so that like dad and that family that were following may have a bigger hand with it and most likely will sacrifice himself in the movie because he's like, oh, yeah, I did so many wrongs that I need to make it right and dies and whatever. Um, <laughs> but with that family idea and, and, and that, like, I do want it to tie in with Emily Blunt's family and sort of like almost have a almost like a plot twist of like they're in trouble then all of a sudden like they get help and it's emily blunt and like everyone else like all of a sudden like they're the solution out of nowhere whoa we connected the movies all together um yeah but definitely something with that with um how that works out with your family with the family with your family and then i got the (laughs) (laughs) family family. um i think with the um the third one, this one hasn't as fleshed out yet, um, but the third one, hmm, 
third one definitely has the flashbacks. Um, okay, no, no. My third one was like for the movie to primarily be flashbacks. So it'd be like the whole movie is a flashback. Like it's 70%. A prequel. Seventy <laughs> percent, <laughs> essentially a prequel. Okay, okay. But it transitions into the present time, and then like it may connect to the solution of the film. And then, since it was seventy percent of a prequel, it could Got transition it. to the fourth film, and so that will actually tie in. Part one, part two. Ex- okay, okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, and it would okay. tie in and put the nail in the coffin for a quiet place because obviously they might be milking it with the fourth film, but. That's the idea of like, you know, it's like a prequel. We get all the things answered. We get, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's how they get it. Okay, yeah, that's how the monsters are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, since it's mainly a prequel, we could sort of get an early look of the queen. And then at the 30% of the film, we'd be like, oh shit, they got to fight the queen now. And it's like, whoa. And then the fourth film, I, I have not thought of it yet. John Krasinski, yeah, give me some time, you know. It's pretty hard to think of these movies, John, so if you give me some time, I'll get back to you. John, please hire me. You know, I got it. I got you. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of my idea of the trilogy, or a third movie. Um, what do you think? What do you think of that? How do you think uh, it'll yeah, do? How do you think it'll do in the box office? Um, yeah, those all sound really, like, really great ideas. Um, I don't even know which one I'd prefer, because I first of all would just want more backstory which they all these scenarios have um that's what i'm saying like that's the best I case know. scenario is that it's a prequel <laughs> like, i don't care if it's a prequel but like it's gotta like give us more backstory because obviously we're more, missing that in the second one i just want more lore you know um yeah as you were talking i just like thought of a crazy thought and then it wasn't that crazy because it was similar to basically what exists today um so yeah i was just like oh what if the creatures were actually not aliens they were actually people previously they're humans that turned into creatures and i'm like actually that's not that crazy because that's how zombies work and i was like i was gonna say i was gonna say it's like uh has she not watched any zombies did she know you're like that's basically zombies right that's all the um that's all the zombie movies put together if you don't know if you don't if you haven't heard of them zombies you know um so i guess i just wanted to ask you so if they do go with like the alien backstory route would you be disappointed if they went the typical route with oh their government created experiment or would that be still interesting to you like or would you want them to be literal aliens that come from another planet interesting interesting um I wouldn't be mad if it was a government thing, but obviously, like, it has to be, like, fucking crazy of, like, oh, my God, like, how do they fuck this up kind of a thing. It can't just be, like, they're made in the lab and we let it go. <laughs> it can't be that because, obviously, <laughs> that's me with the stick. I mean, if, okay, if they do do that, it's got to be a fantastic film afterwards, you know? It got to be, like, <laughs> yeah. crazy afterwards. Um, but I did want, or I could see a government hand in it, but not necessarily making it because, obviously, like, someone has to figure out that like oh there's this weird asteroid coming to earth that's shaped in this monster you know <laughs> like it's something like that's got to happen of like yeah. someone's got to know and then like someone fumbles the bag of like telling the public or f- fixing the solution in that case like something's got to happen for it to be like oh they effed up in some capacity um how about you how do you feel about y- your little government main thing would you be mad about it i would kind of be mad about it just because it's like ugh, we've like seen this so many times i'm like obviously it's always the government i'm like okay (laughs) like like i i guess i'm really like tired of that trope so i kind of wanted to see something different but you know i mean i guess if it's well done it's well done but but yeah i think i i'm just like a little tired of that trope is all at the same time like like the second film was very much falling into the uh cliche tropes of a horror film so if it did do yeah. that i wouldn't be surprised necessarily sure. but it, i wouldn't be happy with it you know yeah um, um oh also i don't know if you like keep up with this type of news but you know in light of recent events so the government recently just declassified um documents about ufo sightings i don't know if you know about that 
they're actually not calling them ufos anymore they're calling them like unidentified aerial phenomena so (laughs) ua like uap (laughs) so they're not ufos anymore they're uaps um anyways so i guess in light of these events it wouldn't be that like unrealistic for the story to go the government route um but yeah i don't know are you were you aware of that or like have you like semi kept up with that type of news both really cool names by the way i'm fine with either one obviously i don't want ufo because i'm like used to that but i've heard the news i haven't like looked into it and i've been wanting to just because like obviously that's insane and again, it's also crazy just to look at the landscape of everything and no one's talking about it because I feel like well, because it's everyone's something. Dying. Oh, <laughs> that's true. But apart from that, you know, I feel like if this was released in like the 2000s or something, everyone'd be like, oh my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. aliens. <laughs> you know, it'd be something that like really trip up. I think it is like in the current day and age, we have the pandemic, we have, thing, we have um, you know, civil rights movements and, and things that like are more important than that obviously um but if it was in a time where like information was streamlined and we didn't hear about that much stuff or things that weren't happening i think it'd be a much bigger deal i think um a lot of people dedicate their lives to that kind of stuff yeah and it'd be crazy to like obviously they i'm pretty sure they're over the moon if they care about it anymore um <laughs> no pun intended right <laughs> but yeah i don't know it's uh it's very interesting i want to look into it more and obviously since it's like government now it's it has some sort of uh reputation behind it and i don't know it is kind of scary just because like so obviously it's very scary because obviously we don't know like if they're good if they're bad what their plan is to do but like i think it's pretty interesting the fact that like that sort of thing happens um and i don't know i don't know how i feel about that like if i were to actually encounter an actual alien i don't know how i'd react um will they pay taxes who knows um hopefully will they live in america who knows hopefully hopefully no. they pay taxes <laughs> no don't they pay taxes no they won't live in if america they should be- oh i was gonna say they should be taxed more i was gonna say that um, why because they're aliens. that's kind of <laughs> racist isn't it oh uh, alienist or what i mean <laughs> alienist spe- or what speciesist Species. <laughs> species. Um, on the topic of aliens coming to Earth, um, <laughs> say, you know, to? we. <laughs> it's a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> say, <laughs> say aliens did come to Earth, but they're like the quiet place aliens, you know, like the people, the ones that like are very sensitive to hearing. Um, so if they came down here mm-hmm. and you had like you had a choice to stay somewhere like your dream quiet place um and you don't have to worry about resources in this in this scenario actually we'll do both we'll do one scenario where you do have to worry about resources and another scenario where you just pick wherever you want and you're totally fine for the rest of you live for the rest of your life so give me your two dream quiet places that you'd want to hide in if a quiet place invasion were to happen hmm <laughs> Um, I mean, is it, are we dealing with the same alien monster from A Quiet Place? Like, the same weaknesses, same everything kind of thing? Yeah, we're literally, we're literally in The Quiet Place. Okay, so. where so, would you, like, want to hide so st- without thinking of resources and with thinking of resources? So, without thinking of resources, um... I'd probably want to live somewhere heavily fortified, but somewhere really bougie too. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking. I feel that. I feel that. Hearst Castle, maybe. Are you uh, thinking the yeah, Hearst Castle? I was thinking one of the many abandoned, not abandoned castles in Europe. You know, like Europe is like littered with abandoned castles, still heavily fortified. Maybe one of them has a moat around it. So that would be ideal. Um, Moat preferred? Moat (laughs) moat preferred. Moat moat parking? Is there moat parking? I'm going to hop on Zillow, maybe find, um, you know, check off moat on the filters. Um, See what comes up. But I think that would be be pretty cool. I think, you know, in that world, I'd still want nice things for myself. 
Um, and you know, I can't really go out to many places, so my home would be the primary like, you know, place I'd be spending my whole life in. So why not a really nice property castle that is fortified? I have like watchtowers on each side. I can have guards. <laughs> I have a moat, <laughs> you know, I have a drawbridge. <laughs> so we're going to go medieval here because that seems like pretty practical at this point. Um, so we're looking at Queen Carmela here, <laughs> the monarchy, the tyrant Queen Carmela. Why am I tired? your dream. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually my dream. Okay, but if I were to think about resources, I think, yeah, an island would probably be the best bet. You'd obviously need, like, I'd want to be on an island where the land is pretty fertile, but also I can, like, fish anytime I want. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Got it. Boom. I would survive. Wow. Got it covered. Well, <laughs> there you go. You okay. didn't stutter. You didn't, you know, didn't have pauses to think. You just went at it. Wow. I'm pretty I, impressed. I knew what I wanted. So we live in this right, world right. now. Right, right. <laughs> I legit like wrote this question as you were talking earlier. So pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm actually, yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. You can't copy my so answer. So for me, <laughs> <laughs> I can't live there. You're, you can't live with me. <laughs> I'm going to go to your island. <laughs> you I don't know. Like, Carmella, Carmella here. <laughs> help me out here. You you're like, oh, here. no, no, no. Uh, I don't know. Like, you're going to be, like, you're going to oh. be the Cillian of this story. I'll you're going to be the Cillian. You're like, I can't help you. I don't see that awkward that's awkward ah, that's I, I know so that guy weird. i don't want to help him name, but i don't know his <laughs> weird weird and you're talking to yourself for some reason you're like yeah, awkward. So like you're... Weird. Yeah. oh my goodness that's him i didn't think oh, he'd come God. over here that's really weird <laughs> <laughs> i apologize for him i don't know him uh... I don't know that guy. <laughs> <clears throat> okay i gotta think because i can't go to you that's pretty messed up um that's too easy if you copy okay. my answer come on well, all right, fine, fine, fine. Okay, so I'm going to start with thinking of resources first, okay. just to spice it up a little bit. Okay. If I'm thinking of resources and, you know, these monsters can't swim, um, mm, this is pretty hard. I, um, <laughs> no, I honestly, Sorry, like, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> calm down. I was going to say that. <laughs> I said, honestly, like when I, when I was watching the movie and they're like talking about like, oh, we need to get a boat to the whatever, whatever. I was like thinking of why don't they just live on a yacht, you know? Why don't they live in a yacht, bring some extra gas? They could live out for a little bit as much as they can, exaggerate the resources, then come back because it's a movable boat. Come back, get some more supplies. Obviously, it's very dangerous, so it's kind of iffy. Um, and go back onto the ocean moments, again. Yeah. yeah. That's my scenario, I think. If I'm live thinking of resources, boat. like I think, live, yeah, living on a boat. Um, the resource part is obviously kind of kind of complicated. Um, I mean, you can fish from I can't, the yacht. Oh, I could. You're right. You're yeah. right. But like fresh water, you know? What about that? Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I can't go to Island Carmela you know, for help. I can't like cruise by. Carmela, could I have something? Like, no, I don't know you. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry. Um, so I guess in this scenario, since I can't go to Island Carmela, uh josh yacht is there the jot um <laughs> and that's how i'm gonna live it's gonna be cool you know we have parties not gonna be like lame island carmelo over there <laughs> she can do whatever she wants it's very boring very boring very conventional honestly conventional uh, you just took the you're just jealous you took, the solution. <laughs> you took the solution of a quiet place too essentially that's very unoriginal you I know, mean, you said island. They live in. If island, it works, you know. it works. Don't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know. <laughs> don't fix it. If <laughs> <laughs> um, my if I'm not thinking of resources, um, this one's hard too. Oh, um, I, have, I have another one. I, I, that would be kind of for fun, what for not no for resources. not thinking or thinking no resources. Okay, I'll let work. you go after. <laughs> you're like yeah I um, it was it. funny <laughs> it was funny because when I when I put this question down I was like oh my room but I totally forgot like. They could hear me. <laughs> like I gotta like you think about sobbing. I totally thing. forgot. I totally forgot. I gotta be quiet. I, <laughs> I was over here thinking about playing Valorant as this world was going down. Like I don't know. Um, I don't know for non resources. There's like so many things. Mm. For some reason, I want to say like the Disney concert hall, but I think that's the opposite of what I want. Um, hmm. 
That's a very interesting specific choice. Right? It just sounded fun living in there. I don't I don't even I don't even care about the aliens. I just want to live in there. Okay. Um, it's not about the aliens anymore. <laughs> it's not about the aliens anymore. Uh, it's about me having fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. No um Queen Carmela's castle can't do oh that. <laughs> um not thinking of resources, not thinking of resources, not thinking of resources. Yeah, the whole world is available to you. And you don't have to worry about like getting food fuel or i found it okay I water it. yeah um do you remember there was this like big fad kind of I, it might have been fake i don't know if they're actually doing it still but there's this whole thing of like these people making these underground bases and these underground bases would be like a jillion dollars because it's like safe place for rich people yeah like and for me i was like bunker. yo yeah 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 it's like a bunker just for rich people which is stupid, freaking capitalism, but whatever. That's a different subject. Um, <laughs> but they made those for the rich people. Yeah. And that's kind of where I want to be, like an underground bunker. Okay. Um, if I don't have to worry about resources, I'm chilling down there. Um, it wouldn't be as fun like as a castle, obviously. That wouldn't be as fun. Um, <laughs> Hearst Castle would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> you went first. It's unfair. You're just <laughs> You went first. <laughs> you went first. <laughs> I just didn't. I just wanted to hear a different answer. You know, it couldn't be like, "Oh, I'll be the neighbor of your castle. We could be in the two kingdoms." Cool. Uh, <laughs> um, but I'm also thinking of um, Hearst Castle. That's fun. It's not technically a castle, so I'm good. Oh, it's like a giant um, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, hmm, or like I want to say a library. Library sounds. Uh, I don't know if they have like soundproof libraries or anything. Some crazy library that'd be cool. I could read books fun okay um but yeah those are my three options if not uh queen carmela's castle um see you're pretty you're running a pretty bad monarchy if uh your best friend can't go to your castle that's pretty messed up it's called safety <laughs> <laughs> it's called looking out for number one it's survival of the fittest. survival 101 you don't let anyone in um, <laughs> What was your what was your other solution though? What did you have? In oh, mind? I just had like a fun one that is probably really dangerous, but I would totally live in like a blimp or an airship. <laughs> like that would be so cool. Oh. You, know? you don't need to worry That's about actually. Oh my! You live funny. in a plane or something. I don't know. Just stay airborne the entire <laughs> a, time. Like that'd be cool. And you it, know, a, a freaking a private jet that never lands. Yeah, like and it's just I this giant like plane blimp I thing. Like. That. like you know that would be super I, cool because a, bl- a blimp is a good idea but damn that's gonna be so boring i think you know like at it's least, just like, a, lo- a lot more space i guess oh that's also true yeah because it's uh, like oh, a giant boat a in the private sky. a private jet yacht <laughs> jet yacht. like a, a boeing a freaking like a boeing freaking, like, yeah <laughs> a gigantic plane and it you just a never... passenger plane for one person <laughs> yeah you're just never it's land. just the whole city in there it's sustainable <laughs> little city <laughs> or oh that would be oh my that's actually crazy that's actually a different kind of hell of like yeah we have to live in the air with other people right <laughs> like and how then, would you take a shit the, you just drop all the shit I know. like <laughs> and I, and babies can be crying the whole time like god yeah, can you, you like, can't leave like silence your baby a little kid's like kicking your seat like can i can you stop that you can't can leave you back the chair too much <laughs> <laughs> can't lean back your chair because the dude's like oh can you go forward a little bit you're gonna go to me You'll, yeah that would suck that'd be crazy it's we went from our own heaven to hell it's <laughs> kind of interesting that, that that's how happened. um or you could go the snow piercer route and just have this train just <laughs> moving around the entire world and you just live on that train. that's actually oh my that's actually okay that's actually my answer that's tight because like if you're constantly moving through cities and stuff, yeah, you see different things. That's so cool. But you're making hell. You have to noise. be like. That's true. But you're they're moving... just constantly following me. I know. There's just, just like... a crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's tight, though. That's actually really cool. Damn, <laughs> that's a good idea. I had another idea. I just totally forgot it, though. You could live uh... in Disneyland. At least it'll be fun or something. But then it'd be noisy. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like the monsters are already overtaking Disneyland at that point. I, There's I no agree. way they didn't land at Disneyland, you know. That's true. I feel like it, if that's, that's the first place I'd go, honestly. Oh, because like, oh, it's the noisiest. Place. Yeah. <laughs> or they heard like, oh, I heard, oh, <laughs> I heard of this place called Disneyland. You know, the, the monsters are talking to each other. I heard of this place because that's what they do is here. And they're like, oh, we should go there. Yeah. 
I get why I get why you don't want me in the island. I get it. I get why you <laughs> gonna deny entry from I get it. You know, I would, I would shoot you. Um, Just kidding. It's good. <laughs> It's gonna be boring though. You won't have my great jokes. It's yeah, gonna be really right, boring. Right. I'm gonna tell you we that keep much. Keep you as the jester in the court of my kingdom, <laughs> of my queendom, in your castle. In your castle. <laughs> uh, funny stuff. Funny stuff. Whew, and with that, um, don't go to Queen Carmela's castle. She will make you the jester and or kill you. Don't go to Alan Carmela. She will not help you. Um, this is just a further, not just for everyone. Yeah, that, don't you come. Know, that, everyone that knows Carmela, don't come. She doesn't want you there. <laughs> she doesn't care how close you are. She doesn't care. She doesn't want you there. It's, I it, totally get it. I guess you know, kind of fucked up, but that's all right. You know, <laughs> you get it. it's fine. I mean, you it doesn't. It doesn't say. It doesn't say a lot about your character. Um, yeah. You know, this is a fake scenario. It, it doesn't. Right. It's not fake real, scenario. So yeah, yeah. None of what I said. Right. Right. Is right. True. Right. 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 No, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but with that, this has been our episode on A Quiet Place 2. Thank you all for listening. My name is Josh Landicho, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And I'm Carmela, and you can follow me at Catmela O. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, any of those things will help us out a lot. We also have a little program on Anchor called Listener Supporter, which lets you subscribe at any dollar amount, only if you're able to, obviously, but that would help us out a lot as well. But with that, thank you for listening, everybody, and keep on watching. Out for Carmela. She's a tyrant <laughs> in a quiet place of the world. She will not help you out. I'm actually whatsoever. the queen alien. She's, oh, crazy. Joe Kaczynski. Joe Kaczynski. <laughs> it's a, it's a Carmela's human. the villain the whole, all the time. <laughs>